When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, it's the weekend's a little bit weird for me, man. I'm missing college football already. One week off. I can't wait. I need the bowl games to start right now. I need f- college football and the NFL in my life all the time. Well, me. Well, hold on. Did Michigan get the number one seed uh, in college football playoff? Boy, Numero uno. Hey, I ain't going to lie, bro. If they go down to Alabama again, I'm going to laugh. I'm sorry. I'm going to laugh on themselves. It'll be funny for you, but damn, I hope they beat Alabama, though, bro. Like, it beat Alabama this time. But Hey, <laughs> listen. I'm going to quote a really wise man here. Everybody's like, oh, didn't you want Florida State? That's a better matchup. It's a better matchup with them. I said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! Thanks. So I know you're missing college football, Brennan. We have a college rematch for you on Sunday. Bengals versus Indianapolis Colts. Gardner Mishu versus Jake the Snake Browning. Okay. So Yeah, Washington, 20, Washington State, right? Yeah, Washington versus Washington State. They played in 2018 in the Apple Cup here in Washington. It was called the Snow Bowl because it was snowing so bad. That year... Washington won 25 to 18. They were, I believe they were the 17th or 15th rank. And Washington State, or we call them the Cougars here, they were eighth ranked. Jake Browning beat them. So Jake Browning's beating Garner Metchew? Amen. I like it. I like it. That's a good way to start this show. Welcome to Running Through the Jungle. I'm your host, Brandon Harry, with your host, Tim Lyons and Justin Lacey. What's up, fellas? How is it doing today? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. It's it's cold and chilly, but you know what? That's that's December this time of year, man. It's I'm, it's fall football. We get ready to go into the winter months, holiday seasons around the corner. So we get to see some of our teams push for a nice little playoff spot here tim you're probably a few weeks away from ice fishing out there in the pacific northwest aren't you yeah you know it uh it's not supposed to actually get that very cold here this year they're actually calling for more ah. rain and warmer 
but it's been soggy outside you know it's it's washington it's raining seattle that's weird well winter time is our soggiest time of the year so santa might be coming in on an inner tube you know he ain't coming in on a sleigh he ain't gonna have nowhere to hide gotcha well hey man i'll tell you that that opening uh intro from mod i appreciate very much he did a good job with it but it might need updated again because I'll be damned if we didn't get us another dance show in all white unis. The white tiger is 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 good for the dance shows. Good for the dance shows. I liked it a lot. Yeah, mixing, cool. yeah, mixing immediately got all those guys over and wanted to dance. I loved it. Loved it. Uh, Orlando Brown Jr. He dropped the jackass line on afterwards, bro. That was classic. That's the only thing I remember about that dance. So, shout out to Ob Jr., bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Everybody made a big deal about it. Who cares? Like, right. uh, you guys know I'm a Michigan fan. That you know our coach threw up f bombs. Earlier this year, when we beat Penn State, like our assistant coach that was uh, that was watching Sharon Moore, it was uh, the acting head coach because of Jim Harbaugh's suspension. Um, so that was, I mean, whatever. It's a passionate game. People, uh, I mean, we've all been in locker rooms before. And it's not imagine? a place you want to not a place you want to take children. <laughs> Could you imagine if all of our players were mic'd during the game? Oh man! Man, oh, you couldn't have mic me. Oh, playing a baseball game, you couldn't have mic me. Good lord, <laughs> I'd have been turned in. I'd have been bad. Um, listen, we got the seven and five Colts in the playoffs right now. If they ended today, playing the six and six Bengals. I mean, both backup quarterbacks in there. You know, what do we expect from this game? I mean, I I expect it to be a very competitive game. The, the, the teams are very close to each other. A lot of my friends, Michigan friends, were in Indianapolis last weekend for Big Ten Championship. So you mm-hmm. just took 70 over to 75 and boop, boop, and you're, you, you know, you're right there. Um. I don't know. What, what do you see in this game? I'm going to kick it over to you, Justin. What do you see in this game as far as we're just going to focus on the Bengals here, their biggest opportunities and your biggest concern going against this Indianapolis Colts team? Not in our division. Don't know a ton about them. Let's be honest. The AFC South has been kind of an afterthought the past couple of years. But here we are, 7-5 and five Colts. What are your thoughts on them? Well, I'll start off with the biggest opportunity that the Bengals have, and that is to knock them down a peg and get a game, a tiebreaker game win over them. Um, if they were to come out Sunday with the win at that point, both teams would be seven and six. They'll be out of the, knocked out of the playoff spot picture at the seventh seed. The Bengals wouldn't be in the seventh seed because they still got to leapfrog a few other teams, but Depending on how other things shake out with other teams in front of them, the Bengals are just going to just etch themselves as one game closer to that to that wild card spot for whether if it's the five, six, or seven seed. Um, I think that the Bengals have a great opportunity to obviously do that. 
Um, I also think the Bengals have a great chance to reestablish themselves like they did on Monday night against the Jaguars on the road. This time they're at home to fulfill a much more rejuvenated and enthusiastic crowd that was just lifeless after seeing Joe go down. You, there was It felt like that there was really no hope after we saw this team did not perform up to expectations and standards against Pittsburgh the last time they were at home. But after the Monday night game, this this crowd, I'm sure that they're in a frenzy now, <laughs> you know, looking at Jake Feisty here. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to call him Jake Feisty just to separate the nicknames here. Uh, performing the way that he did, they're, they're, the, the crowd and the, the fan base is just rejuvenated to just to see if this team can perform an encore. And I think that, you know, the Bengals have the opportunity to do that here. Um, this Colts team, while I do like that they are a scratch and claw and every, I feel like every game that they've been in has been somewhat of a dogfight, including last week's game against the Titans. Let's just keep in mind that the Tennessee Titans are not that great of a ball club. They, they're, they are now officially in that rebuilding status, starting Will Levis at quarterback. He has some potential, but the Colts, they could have lost that game too, just like how we lost against the Titans, of, you know, back in week four, but that was like a distant memory ago. I think that what concerns me if you're this Bengals team is the defensive side of the ball. I'm just going to call it right there. And the reason why I say the defense is because we have still not seen the ability for us stopping tight ends in coverage. It can be the most average tight end of all time. And yet he can have his one get off game against the Cincinnati Bengals because the defenses haven't been able to find a way to cover tight ends effectively. Um, I also think that the Colts are a pretty young wide receiver core team led by Alex Pierce, who's a former UC Bearcat. I, I've shouted him out a few times before. He's a great he's a great young player, and I think that he's going to do some pretty good things. Gardner Minshew, he does have like this sort of pizzazz to him, this energy to where people love playing around him because he's just a fun guy, a fun-loving guy. But the talent – Minshew magic, baby. Minshew mania, man. I, we all remember Minshew mania with the, the shoe stash and <laughs> – Everybody liked it, that man, and he's a fun guy to play for. I ain't gonna lie, I wish he was he's a wrestling character. Quarterbacks. He really he, is. He's Hulk Hogan if he was like 40 years younger. That's what I think of Minshew Mania right now. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I still think that while I do have concerns on the defense side of the ball, I do not think the Colts are the team that it can expose them. I, immediately after the Bengals played on the way they played on Monday night, coming back at home, now you got to come on the road if you're a Colts fan. I'm sure Colts fans are going to probably travel for that game because it's only 100 miles away from each other. But I, I, there is concerns. But overall, I think that the Bengals understand the glowing opportunity that they understand. Bro, we ain't dead yet. <laughs> Y'all saw what we did on Monday night. We ready for them boys. I can't hear 100 miles without, like, hearing 100 miles and running in my head. It's crazy. Old head. Old old head. Gangster rap. Ugh, I got to stop it. Um, Yeah, I, I – I agree with you on that on this definitely on the opportunity side of the ball. Anything scare you from them? I mean, what do you got concerns with yeah, uh, I mean, with those Colts team? Yeah, DeForest Buckner, he's a good interior defensive lineman, and I feel like he can be a guy that can kind of like he's not Aaron Donald, but he can be like Aaron Donald and wreck a game. Um, mm -hmm. I think very highly of him. I almost forgot that he was with the Colts because the only person that really grabbed a lot of attention these last couple of weeks was Shaq Leonard, and they had cut him. So, But 
DeForest Buckner is a guy that can wreck a game from the interior side of the ball. And he can also be a piece that can move around too. So, and that's my thing. The reason why I put the concern levels more on the defense instead of the offense, the offense, while we love how Jake Brown performed in the offense in and of itself looked like they played one of their most complete games, you do have to reserve some some energy about thinking that they're going to do it again because you are thinking that there's going to be some regression. They're going to turn right back to a pumpkin again. Although I did like what Jake Brown said about him not understanding that that can be the case and working hard to make sure that that's not the case. You can say whatever, man, but at the end of the day, man, this league is a week-to-week league too. So I don't expect the offense to put up those gaudy numbers again this cup coming week. I feel like that they're going to be in it for another dogfight. But you got to watch out, man, for that interior pressure, man, because the Colts, again, that front four, they can wreck the game pretty quickly for you. And it ain't just DeForest Buckner. It's Quiddy Pay too. Yeah. I I do have concerns about our offensive guards have been a little bit of a weak spot for us, uh, you know, over the course of this year. You're right on nail on the head there. If they get, <laughs> if they get some pressure up the middle of the field, not something we want to see uh, our backup quarterback have to deal with. Um, you know, talking about the continue to learn, continue to do those things. Like it seemed like every time they they panned over after a, a you know a drive or whatever, and went over to show uh, Jake Browning on the sideline, sitting there with Joe Burrow, going over the the Google Pad, and <clears throat> taking a look at everything, and and then you you saw the memes. I'm sure clips of. The Browns game, Deshaun Watson sitting up in the in the, in the stands, yeah. not paying much attention, sunglasses on, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Big difference between those two quarterbacks. I know which one I would like to give the bag to. Mm-hmm. I think we did the right thing, man. We got we got uh, we got blessed with that one for sure. Tim, I'm gonna throw it over to you now. Biggest opportunities and your biggest concern coming up against these here Indianapolis Colts. So I'm not going to change my narrative. My narrative has been the same thing all year long is run the damn football. This week against the Colts, I believe running the damn football is going to pay off for us because last week they allowed Derrick Henry to run for over 100 yards in a touchdown. Um, actually, I'm sorry, two touchdowns. So <laughs> I was say two touchdowns, wasn't it? Yeah, it was two touchdowns. I'm sorry. So I think the biggest opportunity, and I think we need to keep running the football, pounding the rock. You know, I am not going to – just like I agree with Justin, we're not going to get those gaudy numbers again next week or this week, I'm sorry. Um, But one thing I did love, the thing that Jake the Snake Browning said was, I'm not going to plateau. I'm going to keep rising. So there's there's that for him. Uh, My biggest concern is – the Indianapolis Colts, believe it or not, are second in the NFL in sacks. That being said, as long as we're mixing up the if we're mixing up the run and the pass, keeping them guessing, keeping them on their toes, just like we did against Jacksonville, you know, we should be able to keep the defense from being a bunch of wild dogs. Last week, Jack, or uh, I'm sorry, last week, the Indianapolis Colts had six sacks last the last game. Six. And like I said, they lead the league, or I'm sorry, they're second in the league. Oh, my goodness. They're second in the league in sacks overall. So I believe if we can keep running the ball, keep them on their toes, mixing it up, um, disguising, put 
you know, Jamar Chase in the slot, um, giving them different different uh, views of the run game. Maybe get Chase back in there again. You know, run the football. I think we'll I think we'll be okay. But like I said, though, is is my biggest concern is you know is there is there is there pass defense? You know, the rush defense. You know, they're okay. They're but they did allow Derek. It is Derrick Henry, you know, and I know Joe Mixon's not Derrick Henry. But if we can keep pounding the football, I think we'd be promising. Um, I like that. I like I like both of those. I think you're gonna see a little bit of a mash here um, with my outlook on this of, of what both of you said. Looking at it with a little bit of a different spin. Um, my concern with us on defense, tight end. I've been I've been beating that drum for weeks now. I, that's I'm tired of talking about it. Figure it out. Change what you're doing. Scheme something else up. Put somebody else out there. I don't care what it is. Guard a tight end. But I'm I am concerned. Minshew is. Um, you know, we talk about Minshew magic, Minshew mania. Minshew's uh, a character in his own right. Um, my concern is when he gets off the spot, when he scrambles out of the pocket and um, does off-schedule uh, things. We've got some youngsters playing in our defensive backfield right now with Dex Hill, um, with Turner, with uh, Battle, with those guys. Can they stay disciplined and realize what they're doing when they go off schedule? Because every team's got this, you you know, kind of have a, a, a playbook in your mind of, okay, if he rolls right, this is where we go. This is what we do. Can they re- read it and react to it quickly and stop the big plays on those, on those kind of rollouts or scramble, keeping that, uh, keeping that play alive kind of plays? When it comes to the opportunity, I'm going to go back the past five weeks. Saints, 161. Panthers, 138. Patriots, 167. Buccaneers, 155. Titans, 177. Tim, say it for me. Run the damn football. That's it. That's it, brother. You're giving up, on average, over 150 yards mm-hmm. to some pretty um, abysmal teams in here. Like this isn't the yeah creme de la creme of the league. Some pedestrian running games out there that they're giving up some yardage to. So run the ball, stay ahead of the chains, and 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 I think we're going to see good things coming out of that offense. So. Justin, anything you want to add to that before we go to break? I like that you brought up the gauntlet of teams that they went through because while their 7-5 and five record is deemed as respectable, which is why I don't feel like that they're a power-hungry team that really is going to ultimately land in that wild-card spot in the end when it's all said and done because they're not playing top-heavy teams. They're not playing teams that and giving them big-time fights. They've only really had one real good win this season, and that was against Baltimore earlier in the season. And you can attribute that to, like, really good fortune for them because the Ravens should have kind of came away with that win. It was a lot of drop passes um, from the Ravens receivers and all that stuff. I'm not making any excuses. They got the win, and I was happy about it because it helped us Bengals fans out. But nonetheless, man, 
I, I think that the Colts, while I like what Shane Steichen has done with that team, he sort of rejuvenated that energy, that offense and whatnot. It does feel like that they're still on the brink of finding out what they have with their roster of guys. They have some talent there, but not enough talent there. So at the end of the day, I love that you brought up those numbers because I'm going to echo what both of you said and that the key to success with this game is running the ball. Yep. Yeah. And, and I, I wanted to call these guys, this, the, those five teams there, pedestrian. I didn't want to call them trash because <laughs> we got throttled by the Titans. That's another story. <laughs> um, all that said, we're going to take a quick break right now. Pay some bills. If you're listening to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Pod, Google Pod, wherever you get your podcast, go ahead, subscribe right now. Share us with a friend, rate, review. You got two minutes to get those you know five star reviews in go ahead and do that if you're on youtube thank you so much hit that thumbs up and share us with a friend tell a friend to tell a friend keep that support going we love seeing it every week we're growing every month we're growing we appreciate you supporting us we'll be right back after this break all right welcome back Bengals fans Run it through the jungle here. Your host, Brandon Harriet, Justin Lacey, and Tim Lyons. We appreciate your support. Don't forget our boy Chase Younce of Cut to the Chase. You go over and check him out. Um, if you haven't heard yet what we had to say about the last game, because we did wait until uh, a day late to give our roaring reactions, coaches cliff notes, check that out. We're here every week, support doing doing some things. We got some new shows in the mix for the off season. I've also going to have some upgrades with some, some new things that I'm going to be trying to pull off on the uh, production side. So good things coming down the pipe here, at run through the jungle. When we do it all for you guys. We appreciate your support. So let's get down to what everybody likes game ball predictions. I, the score predictions are here too, but for some reason, man, we get, I get more chatter and more comments about the game ball predictions. Um, they're, they're kind of fun though. I do like Lacey, Lacey got Jordan battle right last week. We can, you know, we got to have to hear uh, about that. Again. Jake Browning. I got Jake Browning right. Oh, Jake Browning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got Jake Did, Jordan Brown wrong. I picked DJ. Too. I got Joe Mixon right this week. Okay, so uh, listen, last week, uh, Tim, you didn't take Jordan Battle, and we all gave him the game ball. So if you'd like to not take him again so he plays well, that'd be great. Okay. Um, I'll th I'll, listen, Tim, you're over there in the top corner. We're going to flip it over to you. Let's get your offensive game ball and defensive game ball. We'll save the score predictions. What you got for us? You know what? I'm going to go with my offensive game ball first. I'm going to give it to Joe Mixon. He's going to have a hundred yards total, two touchdowns. Let's go run the ball, run the damn ball. Multiple touchdown game back to back. That'd be a beautiful thing. Yes, sir. And then for my defensive game ball, you know, last week I went with Mike Hilton. I, I like Mike Hilton. You know, he's like that pit bull out there. Looking for tackle for losses. Mike Hilton's going to be my game ball again this week. He's going to be out there looking for tackle for losses. I can dig it, man. I can dig it. Justin, we're going to throw it over to you. What do you see out there for your game balls? 
Offensive and defensive, my friend. So I'm going to start with defense first. And I think that my defensive game ball, surprisingly, is going to be DJ Reader for me. And the reason why I go with that is because with Jonathan Taylor being injured, uh, being out with an injury himself, um, Zach Moss has stepped in to perform admirably well for the Colts for the rushing attack. And I think DJ Reader has the perfect opportunity to neutralize him by himself. I mean, you got BJ Hill along with them too. But he's going to be my prediction to get the game ball for the defense side of the ball. And he might end up surprising us and get it in the sack himself, too. Hey, so, he had six tackles last week, too. He played, did. Played he, well he, last week. And But, yeah, for some reason, he keeps flying under the radar. And people think that it's because he's in the last year of his deal and we might not bring him back. Man, forget all of that. I think that DJ Reader is primed to have a big-time game. And it happens this week. For offense – I know it's probably tempting to put a running back on that slate for offensive game ball predictions. I also think it's very tempting to go with Jake Brown and based off what he did. And my tagline even says on here, Jake feisty supporter, because I am very much in support of what he did so far and how he stepped up. But I'm actually going to go with Tyler Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd, for as much criticism as he's been getting this season as far as drops go, the obviously the interception that he's thrown to in that trick play, he still needs to have that game to where he can just go out there and show that I, I'm still the vet and the big dog on this team too. I'm still big bro. You know, everybody's talking about T. Higgins and Tyler, um, Jamar Chase. We love those guys, and those guys can pop off too. And I think T. Higgins might could be, actually be the guy to do it. But I'm surprisingly going to go with Tyler Boyd. He is my off the, out of the blue prediction to get offensive game ball. Um, and as far as my score prediction, I think we're going to be in for another dogfight. But my, I'm going to lean towards the obviously the Bengals winning. But it's going to be more or less along the game of if people remember that game when Andy Dalton played against I can't even remember who the quarterback. It wasn't Andrew Luck in 2017 because Luck was out with an injury. I can't even remember who was the quarterback. But the Bengals won. And it was Carlos Dunlap's strip sack fumble or interception that returned for a touchdown that sealed the win. I think it was the score was maybe 27-20, if I'm not mistaken. I think the Bengals do something similar to that. I'm going to go with 24 to 14. 14-24-14-24-17. I'm going to stick with 24-17. Are you sure? 24-17. I, I wrote the 14 in pen, but I'll, I'll, I'll scribble it out. That's fine. <laughs> I had to do the same play. All right. So I'm going to go offensive game ball. I'm going to start off with offensive game ball. And if I tell you, you know, I said we got to run the ball, we got to run the ball, we got to run the ball. But what did I say? If you didn't if you didn't catch us, you got to look us up on our roaring reactions. What did I say on the roaring reactions? Why we got to run the ball? We stopped them from peeling the ears back. We stopped them from running stunts, getting pressure on the quarterback up the middle in his face. And we get them in what? Single high safety. Yep. So if I tell you 12 catches and 160 yards and a tutty, you already know who it is. Only one, only one guy I think bad enough right now to do that on our team. No, he's a little banged up. He's got that ability as well. But I'm telling you, Jamar Chase going to have another game. We're going to keep seeing some of those screen passes, I think, early, kind of build that um, that confidence for Jake Browning. I like the way they're doing that. So I think some of those catches early are, are you know, short, short passes. But I think he may be able to break one here. 
I like him for having a, a big game here again. Um, I don't expect Jake Browning to go 32 of 37 again, so I, that's the reason why I'm not giving it to him. But I'm going to go Jamar Chase. And then on the uh, defensive side of the game, uh, Minshew uh, <laughs> likes to keep, like I said, he likes to keep uh, plays alive. He um, he does some some interesting decision-making. Uh, he got sacked six times last week against the Titans. I don't like the way he um, holds the ball like a loaf of bread sometimes. So, two sacks and a forced fumble. Trey Hendrickson. Trey Hendrickson, yes. I love it. You're going to get my game ball. That's better not to my ears right there. So, that, that's where I'm going with those. Tim, what's your score prediction? Colts Bengals game. My score prediction, I already have it written down, is 24 to 21, the Cincinnati Bengals. I like it. Um, here's another thing that Minshew does a lot. Bengals are have been consistently all year in the top five in turnover ratio. Um, I don't expect that to change. I think they're going to have some chances here to be opportunistic with uh, Menchu. I, like I said, I think they're going to get a full a fumble. I wouldn't be surprised if they get one or two picks as well. Because of that, I think they keep their scoring down. I'm going 28-17 Bengals. Um, I think uh, I think the Bengals will actually. I think they'll be able to handle this one. And we're sitting here at six and six. Five games left. Fun stat for you. I know, listen, I've been the leader of Curve Your Expectations. Leader of it. I don't expect to make the playoffs. I just want to have a winning record. That's where I've been since we lost Joe Burr. But we got five games left, and four of those teams are also starting their backup quarterbacks. I'm saying, man, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting run on the way out. Uh, mm -hmm. So th there's a lot of injuries out there. There's a lot of things going on. And, and the table set for us where we have a pretty even playing field with four of the five teams we're going to play. Right. I agree. We, and quite frankly, um, I just think that a lot of these people are telling us that these teams' record – they all have a winning record, but again, you got to add some context to the record. It's not the old Bill Parcells, you know, statement of you are what your record says you are. Again, you just listed the Colts early in the show. You just listed the, the last few teams that the Colts have played, and mm -hmm. those are middle of the pack, below average teams, it feels like, and that they're just getting scrapping and getting away with wins. They should have lost last week against the um, – actually, no, they did lose last week against the Titans. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. did, yeah, they did lose mm -hmm. last week yeah. against – Okay, I'm sorry. I almost got that turfed up a little bit. No. They, they're, they're in these Colts won 31-28. Yeah, Colts won. Oh, Colts won. Well, I'm, then, then, my, then my message still stands up. They should have lost last week against the Titans. And they're playing these other teams where it's like, yeah, they look scrappy and they look like the updogs in here. But, like, at the end of the day, I don't buy into the Colts at all as far as a team that I'm taking seriously as a playoff contending team. To ones that what a playoff contending team to me is whether if you have the five, six, or seven seed, 
you have the potential to go on the road to the prospective two through four seeds and pull off an upset victory. That's not the Indianapolis Colts to me. It's not. It may not even be the Bengals either because we still got Jake Brown in starting right now. And while we like how he's playing, you never know if he's going to turn back into a pumpkin to where it's like, oh, okay, we got a little too high on Monday night. But if he does perform that encore like he, we think that he could these next few weeks, who's to say that he can't make noise in the playoffs and win a playoff game at the very least? But at the end of the day, I think the Bengals, the, the gauntlet is set up for them to be able to take advantage of it, and they just finally got to do it. Yeah, I don't need him to be 32 of 37. I need him to be 22 right. of 28. That's right. what I need. Yeah. Um, just be efficient. Be efficient, uh, manage the game, and when the when when they go in single high, make them pay. Yep. Make them pay. Throw it deep. Mm-hmm. Like Joe said it best. Jamar's down there somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I – like I, I really think we've brought up some good uh, uh, takes. I, I will say this: I'm going to plug a little bit in another one here. I'll run it through Jungle uh, Channel on the Fans First Sports Network. If you uh, if you have any ties to gambling or like to do a little bit of uh, putting some ducats and shillings down on some some football, you should check check out Pater. Um, one of the things we, we we've looked at and talked about in Pater. You know, everybody loses their mind because the Eagles are 10 and 1. And then all of a sudden they're home dogs. Same thing. Look at who they beat last year. Look at who they beat this year. They're not playing San Francisco. So San Francisco, they're they're home dogs against San Francisco. What happens? San Francisco throttles them. What's going on this this week? They're going to Dallas. Dallas favored by three and a half. I like Dallas kind of. I, I do too. I don't like the half point. I got to be honest with you. I don't either. I don't either. Two and a half yeah. meant more, but I'm still yeah. not. I'm Two and a half be great. Yeah. I, I'm on the wrong side of that hook. I'm telling you. But, but that's the thing. I, I really get analytical into who these guys are playing. You know, when they when they started doing the, the number one um, division winners, start playing the other division winners, and the twos play the twos, and the threes play the threes. That changed a lot of things, man. If you're in that three spot or that four spot and you're only a quarterback away, you're only a piece or two away, and you make that change, you're playing a lot of trash teams. If you're in a trash division, ask Tom Brady. If you're in a trash division for 10 years, yeah, it's pretty good to look great, you know. Um, I, I just I, – I feel like they're playing the, the, the commanders. They're playing the, the giants. like the like they're picking on people out here, right? So, right. As you get in and start playing some some tougher teams, you you got to see what you're made of. So, we already played our tough teams earlier in the year. We the only yep. team we got that looks on paper that looks any better than us is Kansas City. Yep. And I don't know which Kansas City I'm gonna get every week. Yeah, same. I don't think that they might even be the team that. I'm a, I am mean, I'm not going to bet the game or anything like that, but I would not be surprised if Buffalo goes into Kansas City and beats them again. You know, they did it be, They did it last year. Buffalo, they, they have to rebound at some point. They might beat them. So with that being said, who knows? <laughs> I, I agree with you. This is such a week-to-week league, man. And as far as our division games left on the schedule, the Bengals know that they're 0-4 in the AFC North, and they cannot lose no more division games, especially against Pittsburgh and Cleveland. 
those are two teams you're going to be butting in for those wild card spots too. You got to win those games. So I think they, they know that and we'll cross those bridges when we do. But first things first, Indy, you're on the dock up next. You're coming to the jungle and you better be ready to freaking rock, bro, because we ain't, we ain't stopping. And just because we ain't got our franchise guy out there, we still showed you on Monday night football that we're still one of the big dogs, even without our top guy on the field. So I hope the Colts are ready for it. I like to think that they will be, but they got to go out there and prove it big time now. I hope they're not ready for it. Uh, it's like a, I'd like to be on the other end of a throttle this year. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Tim, you got a uh, parting shots before we get out of here? Happy hump day. Who day? I'm going to tell you, if you ever check us out, check check me out over on uh, Steel Curtain Network or Transfer Sport Network when uh, we do the Homies podcast on Fridays. Have a lot of fun on there, and that's where this whole Be Dirt moniker came from. I started doing people dirty. I'm not going to do it on that show because I've already done this guy dirty on that show, I think, twice. Jim Ursay um, cutting Shaq Leonard while he was in the delivery room holding his child is one of the most disgusting things I think I've ever heard. And that's pretty low, even for Jim Ursay. So for Shaq Leonard, I'd like to go out there, thump these guys and just talk trash about how a piece of crap human being Jim Ursay is. It's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. And he still went out there and delivered turkeys even after getting cut too. Yeah, man. I, I just – I don't understand. I, don't, I, I just can't. I just can't. Who who would want to coach the Colts? Who would want to coach um, the Carolina Panthers and play for Tepper? Like, I, like these guys, these trash owners, man, I can't stand them. Can't stand them. For that reason, along with a bunch of other ones, who day? Go run the score up on the Colts. Until next week. You know, root on our Bengals, check out our other shows, and then catch us here next week as we are running through the jungle.